Welcome to a new episode of our Universal Podcast, of our Thursday episode, Angel Talks. I hope you've been doing well. I hope you've been having an amazing week. Um, if you haven't checked out last Monday's episode, check that one out first because the Thursday episode is always a follow-up of the Monday one. So feel free to go there. But for now, since Monday we talked about timing and how timing can sometimes seem so incredibly perfect, today we'll also talk about timing, divine timing actually. Little update before we start. Currently I'm back in Maas, which is where I study, Maastricht, south of the Netherlands, for the ones who don't know if you're new here. And I've been having a really good day. I'm in my music school right now and I've been playing the piano and singing and well recording right now which is really really nice. I never thought of recording here even though these are all music studios which are so so quiet so I thought let's record an episode in here because we'll have some peace and quiet as before like my like in front of my house where I live there is this huge concert, like festival thing going on for the next three days, I believe. So very happy that we have some peace and quiet here. Really good timing for that as well. So let's get right into our angel talks on divine timing. I am a thinker. I always wonder where my life has been influenced and by what. Where does the outside end and where do I begin? I sit here behind the desk that I built when a friend flaked out on me in the city that I chose when I was only 10 years old. It was like an accident involving fingers pointing and eyes looking, one university building and one exclamation. I am going to study there. And so I did. For as long as it took and as many nights as I spent tucked away under my desk light, I've made my way exactly where I wanted to be. The origin story is glossy, shiny, perhaps a little too much. And here it goes what that I wonder again. How much of this was me? And how much was the universe? Divine timing, also known as the timing of the universe or any other similar arrangement of words, implies that there is two actors at work in your life. Yourself and the hidden chess game in the background, the forces of fate. This, contrary to the popular practice, does not imply a lack of agency. Just because it is said that the universe is putting the pieces in place in the background does not mean you shouldn't actively pursue your own life. Lots of people take divine timing or manifestations as reasons to be complacent in their own lives. They mistake a set of board for a game played, a checkmate. But divine timing is not an action, it's a reaction. The primary action still comes from you. You don't just sit around and wait for Lady Fortune to sweep in whatever you desire. Lady Fortune has her own things to worry about, after all. No, instead, divine timing is a reaction to first move made by you. Take the sunglasses story from the previous episodes. The sunglasses are the lure. They are the loot, the shiny piece of treasure at the end. They are the promise of reward, something we universally chase. The quest itself initiated by you. It is not handed to you. You have to take the initiative, the first step. You need to decide which road you're taking. If you see what you want, 
then the universe will offer you ways to get there. Or maybe the universe will redirect you appropriately. Either way, there is a timing to things, a natural rhythm. Of course, we can't always get what we want, but we sure as hell can give it a try. In Dutch, there's a saying, if you never shoot, you always miss. Singer Marina wrote that, life is a game that the universe plays. We are the pieces in a puzzle called fate. Whatever words you use to justify it, there is only one universal truth to it all. Nobody else can take the first step for you. The following words, strangely enough, come from a Buffy analysis video on YouTube. However strange it seems, I swear it's related. Loosely paraphrase, it goes as follows. Whether you decide to take the plunge or make a different decision, the fear is the worst of it. There is no torture like the precipice, no anxiety like the grip of the unknown. Some spend their whole lives in the space between two choices, paralyzed to the inaction by the fear. Confinement in that space has created so much anxiety, but in the end, there is one truth to it all. Anxiety only has one antidote, action. Agency is scary. It means having the burden of action laid upon you. Joan Didion wrote the words, I mean, maybe I was holding all the aces, but what was the game in her 1970 novel? Most likely, we will never find out exactly what game the universe is playing with us, what pieces we represent in the internal web of fate. But reasonably speaking, there is no reason for any individual to see through the fog into enlightenment. For most, it is enough to believe that their actions are supplemented by the universe, moving in sync with them. Like a ballet or a wavelength, like magnets attracting and pushing each other away. Divinity can be experienced in a shopping mall. It can be almost holy the way life unfolds. Some people go to church and some go to nature. Everything can be religious if you want it to be. Life is so fun when you live it with feverish attachment, when you move because you are compelled to, not out of desperation. Reality can be crippling to exist in. So why not look for beauty in those tiny moments where everything seems predestined? Separate from the Christian belief in predestination, there is a notion of faith. It is a romantic idea stemming from the ancient civilizations, mainly in the Hellenistic period. And of course it has remained popular today. The Vikings used to think about life in terms of destiny. And now we look for similar signs, often separated by the idea from a god. How beautiful is it to believe that all your choices exist in a vacuum, that everything you do or says returns itself to you? How hopeful is it to believe that beyond yourself, there is something eternal on your side? If you choose to believe, then remember that divine timing is there to be an autopilot to shift on into once you've gotten started. The starting itself is the hardest part, going after what you want is equal parts exhausting and exhilarating. A lot of us wait for our immortality to be handed to us, for life to reach a part where suddenly everything gets meaningful. But I believe the only thing that can outlive us is our actions, our deeds, what we've done. And so if you want a piece of that eternal life, then it is better that you get started with it. Forget about figuring out what is you and what is not. 
Because even if you don't believe in fate, there is no denying that the most mortal bit of the universe we can grasp is already within you. Even a skeptic thinker sitting behind their desk writing can agree with you on that one. Exo Angel. Thank you, Sabrina, for writing this lovely piece for our Universal podcast. If you don't know, every Thursday, Sabrina Angelina, that's why it's called Angel Talks, writes our Angel Talks for us, and I read um, it out to you. These texts are so incredibly inspiring to me. Every time I read them, I even get like almost emotional reading them because... For me at least, and I'm hoping for you too, the way Sabrina writes just really gets to me in the most positive sense, in the most touching sense really. And if you are curious about Sabrina and you want to know more, all her links, um, like all her, all her links, Instagram, everything is linked in the description. I was trying to say links double, that doesn't work, but you get what I mean. Um, everything is linked in the description, um, as well as our Universal's Instagram, which is at our Universal World, if you want to check that out. Before we leave and we finish this episode, I got something for you, which is grabbing a cart. We haven't done it for a little while now, and I just wanted to give you a little cart to take through your week or through your weekend, um, because on Monday we already have a new episode for you. So maybe take it through your weekend. And um, I already grabbed it. And I took it today from the most gorgeous um, tarot deck that I got from Dreamy Moons. Uh, in case you want to check that out. Nothing sponsored, obviously. But just, um, yeah, really love her work. And the card that I got for you guys today is the Seven of Cups. In case you don't know... What the seven of cups entails i have a little description for you so the keywords for the seven of cups are dreams choice and illusion and the affirmation is i visualize the best outcome for every situation well it's quite accurate if we look at monday's episode where i did the exact same thing i hope you're doing that too moreover the the text says be careful what you wish for and make sure that what you manifest aligns with your heart and core values. Seven cups are presented to a woman, representing seven opportunities. Some cups hold desirable gifts and others don't. Not everything is as it seems. Dig deeper and don't only focus on the shallow image of what is on the surface of an opportunity or person. If you are overwhelmed by the number of choices that you have to take at the moment, you might be easily influenced by others. This is not the time to people please. Listen to your inner truth. This card also represents the power of imagination to create our future by visualizing what we wish to achieve. Like Sabrina said, I think whether you believe in fate or not, whether you believe in divine timing or a universe influencing it, the idea of it is already nice really good that there might be something helping you out a little bit but you have to do the first step so start with the visualization start with the action get it going this week get it going this weekend 
Don't people please. Just dream. You got this. For now, I wish you all hugs and smiles. And let's talk again ne next week. Bye bye.